0: Well, good weekday evening. Today is Thursday, November second, and the time is seven PM Eastern Standard Time. And you are tuned in to the weekly edition of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. I'm your host, Brother Alan Weir. For this brief period of time, in comparison to eternity, when we come together in prayer supplication petition intercession prayer warfare on behalf of those of us who are parents or guardians of unsaved wayward backslidden sons and daughters this ministry was born over a year ago out of my own burden and concern for my son and daughter who had not accepted Jesus Christ as their lord and savior and the burden which i carry for them for their salvation now i shared a while back that not that long ago my son had accepted Jesus Christ as his lord and savior and it was out of a personal crisis that he ended up in my driveway and him and i spoke and He ended up surrendering his life to Jesus Christ. He was raised in the church, in fact. And he made a habit of reading his Bible and praying. But when it came to actually fully, completely, and unconditionally surrendering his life to Jesus Christ, he had never done that. Admitting your need for a Savior, confessing your sins, and taking yourself off the throne Removing yourself from the driver's seat and surrendering your life to Christ, living for him. He had never done that until that night. And I told him, reading the Bible is fine. Going to church is fine. Having a reverence for God is fine. And praying is great. But have you ever surrendered your life to Christ? And he told me he had not. And we ended up praying that night several months ago and he surrendered his life to jesus christ and now of course i continue to pray for my daughter that she come to a saving knowledge of jesus christ and many of us many of you who are listening right now have unsaved sons and daughters some are teenagers and they perhaps have never accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Maybe when they were small, parents used to bring them to church, and now that they're in their teen years, they no longer want to come to church, no longer have an interest in the things of God, and no longer have an interest in the things of eternity. They're living for today, too busy with friends, peers, partying or the pursuits of this life to give any thought to the things of God. Some of us are parents of adult prodigals, and they are busy with career and family, and those things are not wrong in themselves. However, the Word of God does say that the cares of this life, the anxieties, responsibilities, often can take precedence and distract us from focusing on what is really important in life. Heaven and earth will pass away. All these things will pass away. But Jesus said his words would last forever. The things of eternity are what count. And many of our adult prodigal sons and daughters have put the things of this life ahead of the things of eternity maybe perhaps they were involved in the church and again like the teen prodigals they in their eyes have grown up and maybe they have placed religion so far in the back burner they'll come to church when they're ready they'll return to the Lord when they're ready but right now they don't feel they're ready they're pursuing other things Maybe perhaps they read their Bible and they pray, like my son did, and they have come to church on occasion, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, only surrendering fully, totally, completely, unconditionally surrendering your life to Jesus Christ, admitting your need for a Savior, confessing your sins, repenting of your sins, And surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. You'll have your name written in the book of life. By grace ye are saved, and not of works, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. You can't work your way into heaven. You'll never be good enough. Only by relying on the shed blood of Jesus Christ and surrendering your life completely and totally to him, living for him, can your name be written in the book of life and so this particular ministry parents of prodigals we pray we take prayer requests and we lift these requests for these prodigal sons and daughters some of whom are in bondage to drugs or alcohol some of whom who are in bondage to alternative lifestyles some of whom who are in bondage to partying maybe criminal activity Some prodigals are bitter towards the church. Maybe they've had a bad experience with the church. Or with Christians, for that matter. And they are angry and bitter. They've seen hypocrisy. They want absolutely no part of the church or Christianity. Some of our prodigal sons and daughters are involved in Eastern religions. Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism. Eastern religions and philosophies And They're following these beliefs Some of our prodigal sons and daughters May even be involved in the occult Wicca Satanism Or spiritualism for that matter Whatever it is All of these things are strongholds That need to be pulled down and They can only be pulled down Through prayer fasting and coming up against the powers and forces of darkness our weapons are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and against powers our struggle is not against physical enemies demonic forces are at work in the lives of our prodigals there is nothing more that the enemy wants and to see your prodigal in a Christless eternity. Or get left behind when the rapture takes place. I often say, and I'll say it again because it does bear repeating, the next event on the prophetic biblical calendar is the rapture of the church. When Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior returns to earth and removes all of us who have surrendered our lives to him who are born again washed in the blood of the lamb and have our names written in the book of life the word of god says that jesus christ will return the dead in christ will rise first those who have died in the faith will rise from their graves christ will resurrect them and then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together in the clouds in the air to meet the lord in our unsaved brothers and are saved rather brothers and sisters that the lord has resurrected this is not a fairy tale it's not make-believe this is an actual event mentioned in the word of god that is actually going to happen it could happen tonight it could happen before this podcast is over are you ready we need to pray that our prodigals get ready Immediately following this event called the rapture, the word of God says that there will be a period of time called the the great tribulation, a seven-year period of time when God will pour out his judgments on a rebellious and unrepentant world. It's going to be a horrible time, a demonic time, a satanic world leader will rise up and deceive the multitudes into following him, the Antichrist. The word of God refers to him as the beast. He is the Antichrist and he will deceive the multitudes into following him and even receiving his mark, signifying allegiance and commitment to him. The word Antichrist in Greek does not mean against Christ. It means it actually means instead of Christ. He will elevate himself in the place of God. He will actually demand and command not just people to follow him and to obey him, but to actually worship him. And he will command that those who are committed and following him receive his mark it is the mark of the beast And during this period of time there will be judgments poured out on the world all this is mentioned in the book of revelation many people don't read the book of revelation because they're afraid of the content of this book when it mentions the judgments Word of God says that, in the end, there will be perilous times, and I mentioned in our last podcast, what are perilous times for the unsaved are not perilous times for the believer. When you see all these things, the Word of God says, "Look up because your redemption draws near the rapture is a blessed hope for those of us who are saved, but it will be something tremendously terrible. For those who have never accepted Christ and get left behind. And so, we pray, we fast, we petition, we offer supplication and intercession, we wrestle against the forces of darkness, that our prodigals are freed from whatever is holding them in bondage, so that they are able to receive Christ, that their stubborn self will, that their eyes are opened that their ears are opened, that the hardened heart gets softened so that our unsaved sons and daughters will surrender their lives to Christ. And later on in our podcast, we have numerous prayer requests that we will be bringing before the throne of grace and lifting them up in prayer for their salvation. If you are the parent of an unsaved prodigal son and daughter, there is still time to get your prayer request in. You can type it in. If you're on the Podbean app, and listening on the Podbean app, you can type it in and we will see it on our board. and We will bring it before the throne of grace, praying for your unsaved son and daughter. If you don't want to divulge details, that's fine. The Lord knows all things. He knows the details. We will respect your privacy and confidentiality. Our intention is not to embarrass anyone or put anyone on the spot. But you can type in your prayer request it can be unspoken for an unsaved son or daughter and we will bring it before the throne of grace and pray for your prodigal son and daughter for their deliverance and salvation so that they will not get left behind when the rapture takes place but their names will be written in the book of life you will pray for their salvation This is a live podcast, and we welcome your participation and input. We welcome your participation and input if you want to call in with an insight that you'd like to share in relation to prodigalism and their salvation. Maybe you'd like to share a scripture. Maybe you'd like to share a testimony. Last week. We had a mom, Texas mom, who called in live and provided an inspirational and edifying testimony on her son who accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. What a blessing that testimony was. And we welcome you to call in with your prayer requests, with your insights, to share a scripture, to share a testimony. This is an ironing, sharpening iron period of time. Something you want to share will be a blessing to someone who is listening, myself included. I need encouragement as well. Let us all share with each other and encourage one another at this time during the Parents of Prodigals podcast. We welcome you to call in live. At this point in time, I want to welcome listeners from a variety of localities both within our nation and internationally within the united states we have listeners in new york california colorado pennsylvania north carolina oklahoma massachusetts connecticut ohio idaho and georgia we welcome listeners in alabama maryland tennessee texas utah wisconsin west virginia new jersey Montana. We have people listening in Illinois, Minnesota, Louisiana, New Hampshire, Oregon, Washington State, Rhode Island, Indiana, South Carolina and Arizona. We welcome listeners in Michigan, Iowa, New Mexico, Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi and Wyoming. Internationally, we have listeners in Mexico. Canada and Australia, France, Uganda, Brazil, the United Kingdom, Bosnia Herzegovina, the Philippines, India, New Zealand, Germany, and most recently, we welcome listeners in the African nation of Zimbabwe. We welcome all of you to the Parents of Prodigals podcast. Now, because of time differences, both nationally and internationally, many people may not be listening to this podcast live there are time differences by numerous hours in different locations or perhaps some people there is no time difference and they're working and they are not able to listen because of other responsibilities they'll be tuning in by way of downloading the podcast they'll be listening to this podcast after downloading it that's fine too Because there are no constraints or restraints on the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit can work just as easily and mightily through a downloaded podcast as He can live. And so we welcome, if you're listening live, we welcome you. And if you're listening to this podcast and it's through a download, we pray that the content of this podcast bless you, encourage you, strengthen you, edify you in every way. Join me right now for an opening word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We all thank you for our salvation, Lord God. We once were lost, but now we are found. We once were blind, and now we see. We thank you for calling us, Lord God doing what needed to be done to break us until we accepted you as your lord and savior my god we thank you and praise you for our salvation for the peace that passes all understanding for the filling of the holy spirit and now lord god we just pray right now for this period of time let this be a time of edification and mutual encouragement put burning coals on my tongue so that i speak as an oracle lord god let the words that come out of my mouth not be my own, but under the inspiration and unction of the Holy Spirit, so that what I have to say encourages, strengthens, edifies, comforts, Lord God. I pray for every parent of a prodigal who's listening right now, live and in the download, Lord, that you bless them, strengthen them, Lord God. In their endeavors as they lift up their prodigals. If there's a prodigal that's listening right now, Lord God. If there's a teenager or an adult who is unsaved or a prodigal and is listening in. Maybe perhaps with their parents. I pray that you soften the hardened heart. Open the closed eyes. And help them to realize their need for a savior. You are the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father but by you, Lord Jesus. Let them realize this. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you for this time, Lord God. Lord, we want our prodigals to have their names written in the book of life and that their eternities are secure. We want them delivered and saved. And so, Lord, we commit this time into your hands. We praise you, we worship you, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The title of tonight's devotional is Our Walk with God. Our Walk with God. And our text is taken from Genesis, chapter 5, verse 24. Genesis, chapter 5, verse 24. And I'll give you a moment to find that scripture text in your bibles you know humorously speaking one of the most annoying habits that my wife says that i have is my habit of walking fast now being born and raised in new york city and working in manhattan in my earlier years walking fast is just something that most new yorkers do even if you don't do it intentionally Walking quickly is something that comes almost naturally to many people, especially if you're from New York City. There are times when we're walking in the local mall. When I will walk, I'll take longer strides and at a faster pace. And before I know it, I'll turn around and my wife is several feet behind me. Upon watching us, because of the distance between us, you'd never know that we were together. Now, if I change that, which of course, I take a concentrated effort on my part to do it by slowing down my pace. Then when you see us, then you'll see us walking side by side. I'll be interacting with her and holding her hand. And then because of our close proximity to each other, as well as the visible interaction, then you would be able to tell that we are together. You'd almost be able to tell the level of intimacy, in fact, between us, and be able to tell that we were not just friends by observing us, either by me holding her hand or being arm in arm. And that's the way it should be with regards to our walk with God. Do we have an outward form of interaction with Christ, or do we and can people tell, especially our prodigals, that we have an intimate relationship with our Lord? Or do they see us walking at a distance and making a profession of faith? You know, when Peter had betrayed Christ and Jesus was being led to be tortured, the Word of God says that Peter followed from a distance. He was afraid and ashamed, and he followed Jesus, but he followed him from a distance. Are we? you and i are we following christ from a distance is that what our prodigal seeing in us or are they seeing us walking with god that's what we're going to be talking about this evening let's read our scripture text together genesis chapter 5 verse 24 and for the sake of providing clarity and perspective I'll be reading from not just the King James Version, but also from the New Living Translation, the Amplified Version, and the Good News Translation. Now, I'm aware of some of the objections regarding some of these translations, but the phrasing of this passage provides insight to the message behind the text. So please just listen carefully. First, the King James Version. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not for god took him next the amplified version and in reverent fear and obedience Enoch walked with God and he was not found among men because God took him away to be home with him and now the good news translation and Enoch spent his life in fellowship with God and then he disappeared because God took him away You know, the Bible just doesn't say much about Enoch, but this verse, while short in wording, packs a lot of meaning. In fact, the name Enoch in Hebrew means dedicated, disciplined, and trained. And That right there says a lot about him, and perhaps should make you and I reflect on our own walk with the Lord. Now, you know, at one point or another, many if not most of us, have longed and said we wanted a closer walk with God. And while spending more time reading God's Word or a longer time in prayer is often described as maybe signifying that we're walking closer with God, what does the Bible mean when it describes walking with God? Well, join me as we take a closer look at that. You know, the Hebrew word for a walk in the above text is the word halak halak and while halak can simply mean to physically walk or signify the manner in which we conduct our lives behave or the manner of our living the message communicated in our text is a lot deeper than that in fact the word halak also means to take a journey with a destination in mind it conveys the idea of keeping company and companionship with someone especially while on this journey that's what you and i are doing we are taking a journey with our lord jesus christ now if we break down the word halach even more we can see that it is made up of three three hebrew letters and they're transliterated as being he, lamad and kaf. Again, those three letters in the Hebrew word halach for walk. The three letters are he, lamad, and kaf. The Hebrew letter first, he, is the picture of a man with his arms outstretched and looking towards heaven in apparent worship and submission. I've often said that many of the Eastern languages, Greek and Hebrew, are picture languages. The words and letters, usually provide a deeper meaning by way of a picture and again the hebrew letter He provides the picture of an individual with outstretched arms looking towards heaven in worship and complete and total submission the next letter in the hebrew word halach walk is the letter lamad lamad which is the picture of a shepherd's staff and this picture conveys authority guidance and protection the last letter in the hebrew word halach is the letter kahaf kahaf and this letter provides the picture of the palm of the hand turned outward signifying service used metaphorically and figuratively the word halach can also mean to go along with implying agreement and being of the same mind you know, Enoch's relationship with God was clearly one of total focus on and worship of the Lord, okay. obedience to his authority, submission to his guidance, and reliance on his protection, lamad, and finally, dedication and commitment to serving God and God alone, kahaf. In fact, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 states that it was the extent of Enoch's halach, his walk, that God was pleased with. Complete, total, and uncompromising consecration. This is the type of halach, walk, that pleases God, and what our prodigal, unsaved sons and daughters need to see in you and I. Now, you know, while we can find ourselves reading large portions of God's word and spending extended periods of time in prayer, are our lives indicative of halach in our homes, in our communities, at our jobs, among our wives or husbands or children, among our relations or coworkers, even our neighbors, especially if they're unsaved do they see us walking with God like Enoch? Now, while our prodigals may not want to listen to our witnessing or hear our music or be ready to go with us to church, they can still see the way we live, if we are living halach. And as I've stated several times before, biblical prophecy is being fulfilled right before our very eyes and the clock of eternity is ticking. It should be our prayer that may our walk with the Lord be characterized as halach, right before our prodigals so that they can see Christ in our lives and in turn come to a saving knowledge of him. You and I need to be salt and light before our unsaved sons and daughters. I pray that be the case with all of us. Some of us do the best we can, and some of times we falter. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to make us consistent in our halach, in our walk. I pray this devotional was a blessing to you. We've reached the halfway mark of the Parents of Prodigals podcast, and it's at this time When we break for a musical interlude inspirational music to comfort strengthen and encourage and after this musical interlude we will return with the second half of the parents of prodigals podcast sharing more scripture and then we'll enter our time of petition supplication and intercession and prayer warfare on behalf of the numerous requests that we'll be bringing before the Lord. And so we'll break into this musical interlude, and we invite you to stay tuned for the second half of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. Stay listening, be blessed, and we shall be right back.
1: Pour There's no way to measure what you're worth
0: I'm going to read a portion of scripture I'll be reading from the book of 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 starting at verse 13 going on down and then I'll overlap into chapter 5 the book of 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 starting at verse 13. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. Let's go on to verse five. Now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape the day of the Lord, the rapture, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It will happen in the twinkling of an eye when people least expect it, when people are saying peace and safety, when our prodigals are saying peace and safety, everything is okay, we don't need to go to church, We don't need to accept Christ. We don't need to be born again. Leave us alone. We're living our lives. Then this will happen. It'll catch them off guard. But we need to pray and fast so that the strongholds that the enemy has on our prodigal sons and daughters will be pulled down and that they'll come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So right now, join with me as we come together in prayer and we bring these requests before the Lord for the deliverance and salvation of these prodigal sons and daughters. Let's start right now. Every week we pray for two young men. Both their names are Joshua like the warrior in the Bible. However, these two young men, both named Joshua, are in bondage to drug addiction, as many young people are. The enemy has them bound. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came that both these young men may have life and have it abundantly, but that's not what the enemy wants. The enemy wants to see both these young men Dead and in a Christless eternity. So, you and I are going to touch and agree right now for both these young men named Joshua. We're going to believe God for their deliverance and salvation. Touch and agree with me for both these young men. Father, we must thank you and praise you for the parents of both these young men named Joshua who are praying for them and interceding for them, Lord God. And you see both these young men. They're both in bondage to drug addiction, which destroys the mind, the soul, and the body. Lord, you know where both these young men are, what they're doing. They may be out in the street. They may be in someone's home getting high. We don't know where they are, Lord God. You know all the details. And so we lift both these young men up before you, Lord God. We pray that you bring them both to the end of themselves and to the beginning of you, Lord Jesus. Bring them to the foot of the cross. Do what needs to happen. That's a scary thing to pray, Lord God, but we commit both these young men into your hands. That you do whatever is necessary to break their stubborn self-will. Deliver them from the bondage of drug addiction. We pray healing for the mind, That tells them, the enemy tells them in their mind, they need to get high. They can't cope with life. Turn to drugs and you'll be okay. We rebuke these thoughts in the name of Jesus. We bind the strong man from their lives right now. We cancel any contracts that the enemy has against them for their death. Physically and spiritually, we rebuke the forces of darkness. We plead the blood of Jesus over both these young men, wherever they are. Begin the process, Lord God. You've already begun the process. It's happening as we speak right now. You're working. We may not see it, but you are working, Lord God. We trust you. We commit both these young men into your hands, Lord God, for their deliverance and salvation. Speak to their hearts, speak to their minds yes lord break them if necessary break them the most important thing is the salvation of their souls so that they spend eternity with you lord that their names are written in the book of life we pray for both these young men named joshua that you deliver them and that you save them make them both joshua's warriors for you lord god testifying to your power and your greatness. We commit them both into your hands. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We praise you. We know the answer is coming. There's going to be a testimony about both their salvation. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. We thank you for their deliverance and salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Every week we pray for three young ladies Their names are Gabby, Angela, and Valentina. The parents of these three young ladies, of course, are praying for them too. All three of these young ladies are facing a variety of issues. There may be low self-esteem, depression, hostility to the gospel, involvement with different lifestyles and different vices and habits, negative peer pressure, apathy towards the things of God, maybe parting, whatever it is. These parents are agonizing and praying for the salvation of these three young ladies, their respective daughters. And so you and I are going to touch and agree right now. We're going to pray for Gabby, Angela, and Valentina right now. Touch and agree with me for these three young ladies. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Gabby, Angela and Valentina, we pray first for their parents, Lord God, who are praying for them. Give these parents of these three young ladies the peace that passes, all understanding. Lord, don't let the enemy weigh them down with anxiousness or fear or worry, Lord God, it's easy to worry, Lord God, but let these parents commit their respective daughters to your hands completely. They're in the best of care and the best of hands, Lord. Strengthen their trust and their confidence in you, Lord. Strike down any anxiety or apprehension that the enemy wants to poison their minds and souls with. Peace. We speak peace to their hearts right now, these parents. And we lift up Gabby, Angela, and Valentina. We pray that you reveal yourself to all three of them in the most mighty way possible, Lord God. You know each one of them and what they'll respond to, Lord. Maybe a person who's going to witness to them. Maybe a Christian song or a Christian program. You may need to break them, Lord God. Give them a Damascus Road experience, whatever is necessary. Deliver Gabby, Angela, and Valentina from whatever it is that's holding them in bondage. We rebuke the forces of darkness. We rebuke the enemy that has these three young ladies in chains. We rebuke depression low self-esteem we rebuke hostility soften the hardened heart lord god of these three young ladies make them receptive to the gospel open up their ears lord let them be willing to listen to your word lord let the word of god fall on good ground in their hearts don't let the enemy snatch the word when it's planted in their hearts Don't let the enemy tell these three young ladies, don't listen to the Bible. Don't listen to the person who's witnessing to you. Don't pay attention. Go about your business. We rebuke these thoughts right now. And we just plead the blood of Christ over these three young ladies. Do what's necessary in each of their individual lives, Lord God. Speak to them. Deliver them. Save them. We pray. We just claim Deliverance and salvation for Gabby. We claim deliverance and salvation for Angela. We claim deliverance and salvation for Valentina. We call them out by name individually. We praise you and we thank you for saving them and making them women of God. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. We know the praise report and the testimony is going to happen. We don't know when. It may happen tonight. May happen tomorrow or next week or next month, maybe next year, but all three of these young ladies are in your hands, Lord. And we praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. My dear brother Jamie and sister India from Soul Purpose Evangelical Church, their lovely daughter, China, accepted Jesus Christ a while back. In fact, her testimony was the first one in our Parents of Prodigals podcast. She was in bondage, and there was constant and fervent prayer for her deliverance and salvation. No one who looks to the Lord will be disappointed or put to shame. God came through in his own way, in his own time, and now China is a woman of God serving the Lord. But again, like I've said before, ground that is gained through prayer will always be counterattacked by the enemy. He's not going to let this go unaddressed. So we're going to pray for China, for her walk in the Lord, her continued strength. Touch and agree with me for China. Father, we thank you for praying parents who didn't give up and kept praying for their daughter her deliverance and salvation from the stronghold that was holding her in bondage. I thank you for these godly parents. And now, Lord God, we touch and agree with them and pray for their daughter, China. We thank you for her salvation. We thank you for delivering her and saving her. We thank you for speaking to her heart and opening up her eyes to the gospel, Lord. She's saved now. She's committed her life to you. And now, Lord, we pray that you strengthen her, that you encourage her, that you hold on to her, Lord God. The enemy is trying to attack her and lure her back or to discourage her. And We pray for her perseverance in the faith. Help her to live a life worthy of the calling. Fill her with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. We commit China into your hands. Continue to make her A Ruth. Continue to make her a Mary. Continue to make her an Esther. Strengthen her, Lord God. Continue to give her perseverance in the faith, not to give up, not to listen to the lies of the enemy. Give her a hunger and thirst to read your word. Turn her into a prayer warrior. We commit China into your hands, Lord. Her salvation, continued perseverance. The thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. That's what the enemy wants to do, Lord. The enemy wants to steal China away. Lord, we just plead the blood of Jesus over China. Put a battalion, thousands of angels around China protecting her, Lord God. From any enemy counterattacks. We commit China into your hands. We thank you and we praise you for her strength and perseverance in the faith in jesus name amen every week we pray for a gentleman by the name of edgar edgar is the adult son of my dear sister rose and my dear brother frank again godly parents who are praying for their adult son now edgar knows the gospel he knows that christ is the only way to get to heaven but he has never Surrendered his life to Jesus Christ, always putting it off, maybe believing he has plenty of time. That's a lie from the enemy. We need to rebuke that. Touch and agree with me right now, and let's pray for Edgar. Father, we again, once again, Lord God, thank you and praise you for praying parents who are not giving up on praying for their son. But Lord, the enemy will try to discourage these parents and tell them it's no use. It's no use. We rebuke these thoughts in the name of Jesus. We just lift up these parents that you continue to strengthen them and give them the perseverance that they need to keep praying for their son. Now we lift up Edgar right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you know what is in his heart and in his mind. Maybe he's hostile to the gospel. Maybe he's too busy living his life seeking career seeking money or pleasure whatever it is lord god that's distracting him from coming to the truth of the gospel we just rebuke it in the name of jesus and we just ask you holy spirit to open up edgar's eyes to the truth of the gospel Let every desire of the enemy on edgar's soul be thwarted it will not prosper in the name of jesus our weapons are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds and we yank down we pull down the strongholds that are holding edgar in bondage lord let a co-worker witness to him let a friend or neighbor witness to him let him listen to a christian song and respond to it yes lord speak to him even through a dream or a vision do what's necessary lord Bring Edgar to the foot of the cross. We don't want to see him get left behind when the rapture takes place. We don't want him to enter a Christless eternity. Deliver Edgar and save his soul. Turn him into a man of God. Put a burden in him if necessary to come to church where the word of God is preached and let him respond to the altar call. We commit Edgar into your hands, Lord. Do what needs to be done the way it needs to be done, Lord you have the perfect way the perfect method and the perfect time which we trust you with all of these in jesus' name we thank you and we praise you for edgar's deliverance and salvation amen and amen every week we pray for four adult children their names are joseph, jessica, joshua and joel now the parent who presented this prayer request says two of these adult children are somewhat receptive to the gospel, but are not saved. The other two are very hostile towards the things of God. But the main point is all four of them need to surrender their lives to Jesus Christ. They need to get saved. And we're going to touch and agree for these four adult children right now. I stretch out my hand right now in the name of Jesus. Let's pray for them joseph jessica joshua and joel father we just thank you and praise you for these four wonderful young people and lord we just lift them up in prayer father you see the hindrances in their minds and in their hearts that are there that are keeping them from coming to the foot of the cross we rebuke the spirit of destruction and we order it gone we just claim release for Joseph, Jessica, Joshua, and Joel, we claim deliverance from bondage. and We proclaim freedom for all four of them right now. Lord, it's simple. Speak to all four of them in a way that each one of them will respond, Lord God. You know each one of them. You know their hearts, their minds, their souls. You know what each one will respond to, Lord God. One may respond to a testimony. Another one may respond to a Christian song. Maybe another one may have a vision or a dream. (laughs) We lift all four of these adults up to you, Lord God. The children, the prodigal children of godly parents, and we pray for their deliverance and salvation. Let their names get written in the book of life. Don't let them get left behind when the rapture takes place save their souls lord god do what's necessary so that these four young people surrender their lives to you lord god completely and totally and uncompromisingly we thank you and we praise you for the salvation of joseph jessica joshua and joel let all spiritual blindness be erased from their lives open up the blind eyes lord god so they see the truth we praise you, we worship and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> we lift up again. We're gonna pray for a young man by the name of Rashan, and we pray for Rashan every week. Now Rashan, by what we have here, was a Christian, but apparently he stopped believing in God. He became addicted to social media and philosophies, ungodly philosophies, and the parent asks us to pray. Against spiritual deception and spiritual blindness, which are keeping Rashan away from returning to the fold and committing his life to Christ. Touch and agree with me for Rashan, and touch and agree with me against the powers of darkness. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this young man, Rashan, Lord God. We don't know how old he is, Father, but we do know he's a young man. And at one point in time, he did believe in you, Father. But the enemy apparently has whispered doubts in his ears. And now he no longer believes. Father, we just lift up Rashan right now. We rebuke the spirits of deception. They're lying to Rashan, deceiving him into turning away from you. We rebuke the spiritual blindness that is keeping him from seeing the truth. We tear down and smash every stronghold of deception that's keeping Rashan in the enemy's camp. We proclaim freedom for Rashan. Lord, touch his heart, touch his mind, touch his soul. Speak to him, Lord God. Reveal yourself to him in a mighty way. You are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. Bring Rashan back to this realization. There is salvation in no other name but you, Lord God. Let Rashan realize this and return to you. We praise you. We thank you. We commit Roshan into your hands, his deliverance and salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to lift up a young man by the name of Matthew in prayer. At one point in time, Matthew was suicidal and involved in the occult, he was even incarcerated. We need to lift Matthew up in prayer. There is a godly mother who is praying for Matthew, who is still praying for his deliverance and salvation. Matthew is in bondage, but we're gonna lift him up in prayer and pray for his parent as well. Touch and agree with me for Matthew and his parents. Father, we thank you again, again and again for godly parents, Lord, who are praying with their prodigal son and daughter. Who are watching the road. For their child's return. And Lord we lift up Matthew. In the name of Jesus. Father let the Holy Spirit. The Lord of the harvest. Convict Matthew. Of the error of his ways. Thereby leading him. To you Lord Jesus. Lord we just commit Matthew. Into your hands. We rebuke any forces of darkness that are at work in his life, hostility, maybe bitterness, maybe a lack of belief or a lack of faith. We just lift Matthew up before you. We pray for his deliverance and salvation, Lord. Do what's necessary to convict Matthew of his wayward lifestyle. Let him realize his need of a savior Break his stubborn self-will. Soften the hardened heart. Open the closed mind, Lord God. We just lift Matthew up, Lord. We just lift him. Lay him before you. Deliver this young man. Don't let him die in his sins. Don't let him get left behind. But deliver Matthew and save him. We just commit him into your hands, Lord. We thank you and we praise you for his salvation as well. In Jesus name, amen and amen. Last week, Texas mom called in to testify that her son, Curtis was battling addiction, came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. She called in and testified that her son accepted Jesus Christ. She shared that testimony, what a blessing it was. But again, like we mentioned earlier when we prayed for China, the enemy is gonna counterattack. We need to pray for Curtis. We need to pray that he perseveres right now. The enemy will try to go after him. He's a new convert. You know, he will try to whisper doubts in his ear. Discourage him. Let's touch and agree and pray for Curtis right now. Let's pray for his mom as well. Father, we lift up Texas mom, a praying woman, a godly woman, a Ruth, an Esther, Father, who is praying for her son, who continues to lift him up and interceding for him we pray for her continued strength and perseverance as she continues to pray for her son lord god bless her walk with you lord give her a closer walk with thee just a closer walk with thee lord god is what we all need give this to texas mom we pray for her son curtis right now father we thank you for his salvation you answered prayer again lord no one who trusts in you will be put to shame you will come through you have come through you answered mom's prayer you answered our prayers for him and lord we continue to lift up curtis right now we pray a hedge of protection around curtis that you protect him from the counterattacks of the evil one that will try to discourage him maybe telling him that this is a waste of time or don't overdo it Read your Bible on occasion, but don't become fanatical. No. Heavenly Father, fill Curtis with the Holy Spirit. Fill him, Lord God. plestais in Greek. Be filled with the Spirit, Curtis. We pray that the Spirit of God strengthen Curtis right now. Speaking to his heart, let the Word of God fall on good ground, bearing fruit in Curtis's life. We commit Curtis into your hands, Lord God. Make him a man of God. Give him a hunger to read your word. Lead him to a church, Lord God, a house of worship. Bring people his way who will disciple him, encourage him, strengthen him, Lord God, who will share with him, Heavenly Father. We just lay Curtis before you, that you bless him in every single way. Help him to live a life worthy of the calling, Lord God. Help him to live a consecrated life. Begin the new work. Continue the good work, Lord God. Strengthen him with all power and might. We commit Curtis into your hands, Lord God. Protect him from the counterattacks of the evil. We rebuke. The enemy right now We rebuke the enemy We command the forces of darkness To take their hands off Curtis Right now We plead the blood of Christ Over Curtis's heart His mind His soul His life Let there be a battalion of angels Around Curtis Protecting him Give Curtis A close walk with you Lord God A hunger and a thirst let the beatitudes be true in curtis's life help him to hunger and thirst for righteousness so that he is filled more than anything lord god we commit curtis into your hand we thank you and we praise you in jesus name amen every week we pray for the adult son of our dear sister Who is listening in right now her son's name is johnny and johnny is in bondage to alcoholism that's my understanding that mom testified not too long ago that johnny was beginning to come around and softening up the lord is working the holy spirit is working but the enemy is working too and so we need to lift johnny up in prayer we need to pray for this mom that she continue to keep praying for her son and then we need to pray for johnny that the lord continue the good work that has begun it's a heavenly battle the forces of darkness don't want to see johnny get saved let's touch and agree for johnny right now heavenly father we thank you so much for the grace of salvation we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Johnny. We pray for revelation of the knowledge of you, Lord God, in his life. Oh we lift up his mom right now, a praying woman, a godly woman, who wants to see her son have abundant life. Strengthen this mom, Lord God. Give her restful sleep. And give her the peace that passes all understanding with the assurance that Johnny's in good hands. We lift Johnny up in prayer right now. We rebuke alcoholism. We rebuke the desire to drink. We rebuke chemical dependency. We plead the blood of Jesus over Johnny's mind. Bring healing to the troubled mind that believes that it needs to drink. Bring healing to the ravaged body. Alcohol destroys the body. The enemy wants to see Johnny destroyed. And we pray for healing and restoration mentally, physically, but most of all, spiritually. Lord, let all hindrances that are coming between Johnny's heart and the gospel be melted away by the fire of the Holy Spirit. Remove all obstacles, mental, demonic, whatever it is, Lord God, that's keeping Johnny from turning to you, Lord God. Move it out of the way. Even give Johnny a desire to come to church if necessary. But do what it takes, Lord God. Do whatever it takes to save Johnny, to deliver and save him, Lord God. We commit Johnny into your hands. Give him an upper room experience, Lord God. But before that, give him a Damascus Road experience so he can have an upper room experience. Holy Spirit, convict and speak. We thank you and we praise you for Johnny's salvation, his deliverance and salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. We received a prayer request last week, I believe it was, and someone had called in a request regarding their son, not a lot of detail but that's okay the lord knows the details regarding a prayer from a mom who asked that their son find their way to the foot of the cross that's all we have and that's all we really need to know that's what we're going to pray for right now father we just lift up this prayer request in jesus name lord you see the details of this prayer request we don't need to know them you do lord god this mom this dear sister is calling in this request that her son find his way to the foot of the cross he's lost in bondage in the enemy camp and so like abraham we enter the enemy's camp in the name of jesus and we rescue we claim freedom and deliverance for this young man we pray for his deliverance and salvation In the name of Jesus, we bind the strong man that's attached to this young man's life. The strong man that's keeping him from receiving you, Lord Jesus, as his savior. We cast it away. We cast away any forces of darkness from this young man. This is a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness that are coming up against the forces of God. We just lift up this young man for his deliverance and salvation. Deliver and save, Lord God. You know all the details. You know what needs to be done. You know what the issues are. Bring it to pass. Let the testimony, let the praise testimony come in at this young man, at the Holy Spirit, brought him back we pray for his deliverance and salvation we thank you and we praise you you are working spirit of god is moving in jesus name amen and amen we have a request here that came in It's regarding a prodigal who's 27 years old. And the parent who shared this request says that they just moved back home to the area where the parent lives. And it says here that the parent claims that they are anxious about how to react to their prodigal moving so close by. There's a 15-year-old son in the household who's happy. And this 15-year-old misses having a family around the parent asks for strength, spiritual strength, to be established and to be upheld. And this parent also prays for the salvation and the restoration of this prodigal child. We don't know what they're involved in, but the Spirit of God knows. So let's lift up this family before the Lord and this prodigal. Heavenly Father, we just lift up this family in the name of Jesus, Lord God. You know all the details, all the issues, everything that's going on in this home, Lord. We pray for familial healing. We rebuke the forces of darkness that want to destroy families, destroy households, Lord God. We pray for healing and restoration for this entire family, Lord God. Permeate this family and household with your Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. We pray for this Mom, that you give her strength and establish her. The Greek word stekos, help her to stand firm in the faith, trusting in you completely, Lord God. Now we lift up this 27-year-old prodigal. We don't know the details of what they're involved with. But Lord, you know. You know what needs to be done. You know what's being faced. You know the problems, Lord God. Father, the rapture could take place at any time death can happen it is appointed once for men to die and after this to judgment lord don't let this prodigal enter a christless eternity don't let this prodigal get left behind but do whatever is necessary so that they come to a saving knowledge of jesus christ and that they get saved lord god the most important thing is the salvation of their souls that their names are written in the book of life. Save this prodigal. Deliver this prodigal and save them, Lord God. Speak to their hearts. In some way, Lord God, you know what needs to be done. Maybe it'll be a friend who's saved. Maybe it'll be a dream or a vision or a Christian programming. Whatever it is, Heavenly Father. You know what this prodigal will respond to. We just pray for them, Lord. We pray for them. We pray for them. Deliver and save, Lord God. Deliver and save. We're burdened, Lord God, for this household. We just pray for this household, for the deliverance and salvation of this prodigal. Yes, Lord. We thank you because we know it's going to come to pass. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen and amen. Well, we've come to the end of this edition of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. And i pray that this program was a blessing to you now we just want to let you know that we just don't pray for these requests during the podcast we lift up these requests before the lord during the week the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much we need to continue to pray and to fast and to bring these requests before the lord so we just don't pray for them once a week this brief period of time they are lifted up before the throne of grace all things are possible for those who believe and we do believe for the deliverance and salvation of every single one of these prodigals that we prayed for continued strength continued perseverance god will answer these prayers we look forward to the testimonies that will be given When the spirit of god begins to move as he's moving right now for these prayer requests you can you can still present your prayer requests during the week go on the uh website the parents of prodigals website and present your prayer requests we will see your requests and we will bring them before the throne of grace during the week and then we'll mention them during our podcast again We will respect your privacy and confidentiality if you don't want to provide any details. But we will pray and fast for your prodigal son and daughter. Time is short. I said this in the last podcast. I said it during the devotional. I'll say it again. We see the events that are occurring in the world today. Biblical prophecy is being fulfilled right before our very eyes. I don't believe we're in the last days. We are in the last moments, the last seconds. We need to pray for our prodigals. We need to pray for them, for their deliverance and salvation. There is no time for games, believing that we have all the time in the world. No, time is short. Christ is coming soon. The rapture could take place any moment. And while well, we look forward to this blessed hope, we don't want our prodigals to get left behind. So let's be found with our lamps burning, full of oil, like the Word of God says. And so we will return next Thursday, November 9th, at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, If you're the parent of a prodigal son and daughter and you live in new york north carolina massachusetts or connecticut or idaho or georgia if you're the parent of a wayward son and daughter whose name is not written in the book of life and you want them delivered and saved and you live in maryland tennessee utah wisconsin new jersey or montana Through the parent or guardian of an unsaved son or daughter, whether they're a teenager or an adult, and you want them to have life abundant, you want them to spend eternity with the Lord. You don't want them to enter a Christless eternity. You'll get left behind when the rapture takes place, and you live in Oregon, Rhode Island, Illinois, Minnesota, Louisiana, New Hampshire, Arizona. If you're the parent of a prodigal son and daughter you live in michigan iowa new mexico kentucky arkansas mississippi or wyoming maybe you're the parent of a unsaved son or daughter and you want to see them come to the foot of the cross surrendering their lives to jesus christ and you live in mexico canada the united kingdom the philippines brazil india new zealand germany or zimbabwe if you are the parent of a prodigal son and daughter no matter where you are in the next house in the next block the next town the next city the next state overseas If you are the parent of an unsaved, backslidden, and wayward son and daughter, and you want them to be delivered, saved, and filled with the Holy Spirit, and you want their names written in the book of life, continue in prayer, being watchful therein, and watch the road watch the road your prodigal will be on it until next thursday november 9th at seven o'clock p.m this is brother alan weir saying god bless you and have a good night